Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back in to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Shay Cornette, Jordan Cornette here, hanging out with you again on a Wednesday morning. And yes, welcome back to Aaron Rodgers. He has found his way to Green Bay. If you have not seen the images yet of what uh, this dude looked like strolling in a Lambeau field, gem. Just a gem. He's wearing an office shirt. Just a gem. Looked like a college kid. He really did. Uh, we are presented by Progressive Insurance and all guests. Join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Lots to get to, especially last night in the Olympics, too. Um, Simone Biles, at this point, uh, is uh, having some pressure situations, uh, has decided that she needs to take a step back. And obviously we saw yesterday that she was going to take a step back from the group round. And then this morning it was reported that she is going to take a step back as well um, from the next individual round. And we will see how this, right. We will see how this progresses, but nonetheless, she is taking care of her mental health and we will dive further into that later on, but good for her. And we can only hope that she gets stronger um, from that. Also, Team USA beat Iran last night in Tokyo 120-66 to to keep their knockout round hopes alive. Team USA was a 41.5-point favorite. That is per Caesars William Hill Sportsbook. Dame Lillard had 21 points. Book scored 16. Jason Tatum had 14. And the U.S. had 19 three-pointers, 23 of its 37 shots, 62% inside the arc. Let's just say this. They came back yesterday. They looked more like, I think, the Team USA that we were all expecting them to look like here on out. Now they just need to continue it, and they will face the Czech Republic next. And that would be, I believe, in the wee early mornings on Saturday? Saturday, yep. yeah. Um, and, and this was expected, right? I mean, you come out there, you've got to handle business. You are infinitely better than the opposition in Iran, and you go out there and you play like it. But to me, it's going to be a matter of, as the level of talent in competition rises back to that of, say, a France who they weren't able to beat uh, last week. It's a matter of can you fit into the style of Coach Popovich's, which leans heavily on uh, quick reaction and split. He likes to say in .5 seconds, make the decision, shoot, pass, drive, and attack. Not like some of these stars typically do as you watch an NBA game. Grab the basketball, survey the scene, read and react, and then attack. It's mm-hmm. snap decision, snap decision. So you're taking guys who haven't played that San Antonio style of offense, throwing them in there and saying adjust. And yeah, you can do it against lesser competition in Iran, but can you play the level of basketball, the style of play that Coach Popovich wants when it's really nitty gritty and you're going back and forth with a team that can compete with you? Well, we will see what happens with Team USA going forward. Again, they've got Czech Republic coming up on Saturday and they looked really good yesterday against Iran. They had to uh, beat these two teams, obviously, to advance there in Tokyo, and hopefully they are starting to figure out some chemistry and and some sort of way that they can gel together. Let's get to the big news, though, that happened yesterday, and that would be Aaron Rodgers finally reporting to training camp there in Green Bay. It felt like this was legitimately up to the minute. You and I were on the air when he actually did arrive there in Green Bay, and um, it was a long time coming, but it seems like all the contract details have been worked worked out what those are. We don't know yet. Hopefully in the next coming days we will learn more about that, but nonetheless... Um, and whether or not he's fully happy, we don't know yet either. But he did look relaxed, cool, calm, and collected heading into Green Bay yesterday. Um, if you saw him walking in the Lambeau Field, flip-flops, a t-shirt, his hair in a bun. I mean, he literally looked like a college kid that was heading into class. Time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Um, and, and there's this kind of feeling now that Rodgers is back. And what is that feeling exactly? Well, let's hear from Rob Demonsky, our ESPN Packers reporter. 
Imagine what it would be like right now if he weren't here, if he didn't show up. The angst that would be around this place, around the coaches, around the other players. Back in May, Coach Matt LaFleur was asked, what happens if Rodgers doesn't show up when training camp starts? And LaFleur told us, I can't even take my brain there. Well, obviously, with Rodgers showing up, LaFleur's brain doesn't have to go there. Now, things aren't exactly perfect and done yet. We don't know yet if Rodgers will be on the practice field behind me tomorrow morning when training camp actually kicks off at 10-10 local time. But a good sign was that Rodgers did not end up on any of the reserved, injured PUP lists that the Packers sent out and sent into the league today. So he could be on that field if things are finalized between now and tomorrow morning. Okay, also, I want to just make a note here that we are going to hear from Packers GM Brian Gutekunst. He speaks to the media at 8.30 a.m. Central. That's 9.30 Eastern today, so we'll be able to get even more details on Rodgers' return and the Packers before the end of the show today. So we'll make sure to give you all those details when we have them. And that, that word that has become a buzzword in these negotiations that ultimately got Aaron Rodgers back to Green Bay, we keep hearing that buzzword of concessions. Concessions. Well, what are those concessions? What did Green Bay concede to ultimately get the Hall of Famer to return there to Green Bay. And as more like it's shed on that, it'll be more of an understanding of uh, this paradigm of power. And has it shifted towards Aaron Rodgers? Or was this truly um, a compromise on both sides to make this happen for this one year? It might also shed more light on the possibility of Aaron Rodgers ultimately finishing his entire career in Green Bay or him moving into free agency. Some of the stuff that comes out of this presser from Gutekunst today may enlighten us a little bit more. So in terms of those concessions, and every time I say that, I like, I'm like i over here thinking about nachos, but nonetheless. Um, <laughs> it's really, it's these, really early to be thinking about nachos I, already. You don't know your wife very well then. Um, <laughs> so anyways, in terms of these concessions, let me just list them off for you again that we, we, we did learn of some of them via Adam Schefter and what was being reported. However... Uh, the devil's in the details, and we don't have all the details just yet. Nonetheless, the 2023 year in Rogers' contract, the last one on his current deal before the one that they reworked, would be voided. So there's no tags allowed for him in the future. Again, these are the concessions that we we have we do know, which that, is massive, that right? One. Of course, that were implemented in order to get him into Green Bay into training camp. The Packers would agree to review Rogers' situation at the end of this season, whatever that looks like, whether that is playoffs, not playoffs, Super Bowl or not. Um, Rogers' contract would be adjusted with no loss of income to give the Packers more cap room right now so they could sign guys like Devontae Adams and perhaps Randall Cobb, which also goes with the next one. Mechanisms will be put into place to address Rogers' issues with the team, which as we know, because the Packers went out and drafted Jordan Love, move up to get a backup quarterback instead of going into a receiver-heavy draft class and picking a receiver, he wants more weapons. And so yesterday we also learned of this news that perhaps the Packers could be adding an old friend Named Randall Cobb. Again, Rob Domoski, ESPN Packers reporter. It was reported a couple of days ago that Rodgers wanted Randall Cobb back. Cobb, of course, is with the Texans, but had so much success here as Rodgers' slot receiver. The fact that they're going to get this deal done, a source told me that Cobb does expect to be back in Green Bay, tells you one of two things. Either the Packers were willing to meet Rodgers' demands, if that was indeed a demand, or at the very least, they're open to suggestions that he may have as far as the roster and things that he thinks will make this team better and make it easier for him. So we know this. However it went down, he has gained some measure of control, L, over this situation. Okay, and this is great. Like, I, I really appreciate the Packers taking an approach of, okay, we heard you. You were aggravated. You're our star quarterback. 
What can we do to make this right? But Jordan from, and maybe this is like the woman in me coming out. Like it's a, it's a little late for all this. It feels a little late for all of this. And I guess it's better late than never. I will throw that out there. And there's that phrase for a reason. But all of the restructuring and all of the whatever you want will give you, okay, let's call Randall Cobb and let's get this all worked out and figured out feels so fluffy and fake a little bit to me. And quite frankly, like the more I hear these kinds of things come out, like they're going to do whatever it takes, you know, to make Aaron Rodgers happy. Good. But where were these conversations a year ago? Where were these conversations three months ago when you were flying back and forth to California to try and get everything worked out? I hear you. I I don't (laughs) disagree with you at all. But here's the thing about if you're truly a smooth operator and you're truly you're truly slick with it is if you give somebody 365 days to try and right a wrong that occurred one in one draft offseason from a year ago. It wasn't just that, though. That was the tipping point. That's what really got this whole thing. That was the first fracture of the foundation. Most likely, from what we know, if we're speculating. I'll I'll agree with that. Some stuff along the way, perhaps. But what basically we can come to know about the situation is Aaron Rodgers did not receive, he felt like, the love he deserved or respect he deserved from the organization. So to get to this point now where you've been able to come together to get him on the field by these concessions, by allowing him the flexibility in the contract to be have it we reworked, so free agency is an opportunity for him in this next year. You guys were able to come together and make it work for this one year. That's getting over a certain threshold, Shay. Now at this point, maybe going to get Randall Cobb as reports are being rumored out there that that might be the case in him coming from the Texans. One of Aaron Rodgers' closest friends, a guy they had a lot of success, most especially in about five, six years ago when, I mean, Randall Cobb was a thousand-yard receiver at that point. So those little things, along with hopefully some winning in Green Bay, you never know what that can do. But the opportunity has 365 days in front of it for them to try and make something work here there in Rogers. Yeah, that, that is the optimistic way to look at it on a Wednesday morning. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. So the greatest in her sport made a decision to better her team and herself. And some people just really, they don't get it. That's after Jordan has this from Straight Talk Wireless. <clears throat> 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide. Plans starting at just $35 a month with no contract and get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299. All in America's best networks, 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G capable device required. (coughs) Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Simone Biles, you could argue, has had to show dedication to her sport in a way that few other athletes will ever comprehend. That five and a half hour wait or something, I was just like shaking, could barely nap. I've just never felt like this going into a competition before. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin here. Welcome back in. ESPN2, ESPN News, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Shay Cornette, Jordan Cornette here with you. I'm sorry if you just heard that, my child. <laughs> my monitor. <laughs> my wife. Our, our baby Joey at home is is being taken care of. We we have childcare and they do a great job. But my wife uh, just has to have on her cell phone the the camera on baby Joey sleeping, and she watches it intensely while she does the show. Which says uh, maybe she's a little distracted, but she doesn't show it. And it's just the plight of new parents that are trying to work, but more especially. A mother seamlessly doing both. I I'm sorry. Okay, for everyone. Don't that, be sorry. That, hey. Maybe that could have triggered someone though that heard a baby crying and was like, "Where's it coming from?" So I apologize if that did trigger somebody. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Anyways, uh, good morning to you all. Uh, Shay Cornette and Jordan Cornette here with you. So, because the games are in Tokyo, sometimes we get news in the middle of the night, and we got more news on Simone Biles last night in the middle of the night. Um, If you don't know, she now at this point has withdrawn from the all-around program at the Olympics. Yesterday, she removed herself um, from the group round, and she basically cited mental health as the reason um, why she pulled herself out. And this is all very understandable. When you hear Simone Biles speak and you think about what she is doing in Tokyo at the Olympics as the clear-cut favorite for the U.S. women's gymnastics team. Let's hear from Simone Biles on why she is feeling the way she's feeling. Today has been really stressful. We had a workout this morning. Um, It went okay, and then just that five-and-a-half-hour wait or something, I was just, like, shaking, could barely nap. I've just never felt like this going into a competition before, and I tried to go out here and have fun and warm up in the back went a little bit better, but then once I came out here, I was like... No, mental is not there. So I just need to let the girls do it and focus on myself. Okay, The way she speaks, too, so maturely, so eloquently, obviously. And I just want to read this statement from the USA Gymnastics team. After further medical evaluation, Simone Biles has withdrawn from the final individual all-around competition at the Tokyo Olympic Games in order to focus on her mental health. Simone will continue to be evaluated daily to determine whether or not to participate in next week's individual event finals. Jade Carey, who had the ninth highest score in qualifications, will participate in her place in the all-around. We wholeheartedly support Simone's decision and applaud her bravery in prioritizing her well-being. Her courage shows yet again why she is a role model for so many. And, um, Jay, I think that is probably the key word there, a role model for so many. Look, when you first hear this news, yesterday we were on the air when we first heard the news of Simone Biles um, pulling out, citing her mental health. At first we weren't sure, is it an injury, is it mental health, whatever it is. I think our initial reaction, I remember your face was like a gasp almost because, of course, you're disappointed. I mean, I I could never dream of doing half the things Simone Biles does. And she obviously is the clear cut favorite on that women's gymnastics team in almost every statistic, every category. She is breaking all kinds of, of history and everything else in Tokyo or we had assumed she was going to. But she's also flipping in the air, mounting off vaults, landing from numerous feet. She is doing extremely dangerous things. And it, she cited her vault um, her vault from the day before where she didn't quite feel like herself. And if you watch the video, you can tell she doesn't look like herself. She says she lost track when she was in the air. I'm sorry. If you're losing track of where you are in the air, I think it's a good time to sit down and refocus on how you are feeling as an individual. So I agree. I applaud her. Uh, th- this is a moment in time where 
you got to figure out if you're okay to be flipping around every which way across the country where they are worried about far greater things even than just gymnastics over there with COVID numbers going up all around her and trying to stay safe. So Simone Biles, feel better, and I hope you feel better quickly. A few things with Simone Biles in this story. For one, when we heard the sound from Simone Biles, that you talked about the maturity uh, in her voice, more so the confidence and how matter-of-fact she was. This is a confident young woman yeah. uh, at the age of 24 who knows who she is, who knows the consequences to her decisions, understands keenly what's at stake, and yet still very matter-of-factly with confidence and decisiveness said, this is what's best in this moment for me, but this is what's getting lost, not just for her and her mental health, but the well-being of her team. And that takes the selflessness and charisma and compassion of only somebody like her in that stage and in that moment understanding, I'm going to get criticized, especially by those who don't understand the situation. Because strategy was involved here, too. Simone said, because I'm not Simone Biles in this rare moment where I'm not delivering, I'm actually hurting my team. It'd be one thing, as Simone said, in an individual to just not be able to take care of business, then I deprive myself of a possible medal. If I don't do it here, the team loses out on a chance for a medal. That's selflessness. That part should be celebrated because it was strategy, and it ultimately led them to getting a silver medal, what they were trying to gun for. And maybe they wouldn't have achieved that, as crazy as it sounds, to say if Simone actually did move forward with it. So all that aside, let's also put this into perspective because people refuse to do that with sport. Simone Biles, more importantly than being one of the most decorated Olympians and Americans in sport ever, she's a survivor. She's a survivor of sexual abuse. So nothing that anybody sits here and tries to attack her on for, oh, she didn't deliver in this moment, whatever, she knows because she survived way worse than criticism when people say, you're not a real American, you're not representing our country. You think that's going to hurt somebody like that who has been through and stood on top in the end? And so to me, I think we should celebrate who she is. It doesn't jive with how I viewed sports, the athletes I came up watching who persevered through anything in the utmost of pressurized moments. But we also didn't come to know those people having a voice, those athletes that I grew up watching. And it's a different era in athletics where athletes aren't afraid to say, no, I'm not going to be who you want me to be. I'm going to manage myself and who I am. And if anybody has a good perspective on that because of the things that they faced in life, it's Simone Biles. So kudos to her. Very, very well said. Very, very well said, Jordan. Um, I couldn't agree with you more. And I, I, again, I just hope that she gets well, gets well soon, and does whatever she feels comfortable in doing going forward in Tokyo in the Olympics. By the way, she is scheduled to participate in vault and uneven bars on Sunday, floor exercise on Monday, and balance beam on Tuesday. We will see if that actually happens. Happens. Summer Games News and Notes is brought to you by California Almonds, representing your country and representing your trivia team. Almonds are natural fuel for the best you. California Almonds own your everyday, every day. All 32 teams in the NFL are in training camps as we speak. We'll tell you what quarterback competitions we are watching. That's next. After Jordan has this from Indeed. Indeed, I do. Finding the perfect hire can feel like searching for a needle in a bottomless haystack of resumes. Indeed, making hiring fast and simple with 135 skill tests to help candidates prove they have the experience that your job requires. Their powerful hiring platform even helps you schedule and conduct video interviews right on their site, which is probably why Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. 
To learn more about finding your next great hire, visit Indeed.com slash credit. Coming up this morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Chicago Bears head coach Matt Nagy as our countdown to the NFL season continues. Bears head coach Matt Nagy this morning at 845 Eastern with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. Whether you rent or own, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Go to GEICO.com today. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Sports Center right now. Team USA men's basketball cruise to a 120 to 66 win over Iran on Wednesday for their first win of the Olympics. Damian Lillard hit seven three pointers as he scored a game high 21 points. The U.S. will look to earn a berth into the knockout stage when they play the Czech Republic on Saturday. One day after withdrawing from the team final, Simone Biles has withdrawn from the individual all around competition to focus on her mental well being. Biles is still scheduled to participate in vault and uneven bars on Sunday, floor exercise on Monday, and the balance beam on Tuesday. Despite the 22 active civil lawsuits filed against Deshaun Watson, there are no restrictions from the NFL on the quarterback's participation in club activities. The league said in a statement Tuesday the Houston Texans are scheduled to hold their first training camp practice today. Sports Center is brought to you by Goodyear. Movement is always driving us forward, whether it's on the track, the court, or on the field. Every move we make, every road we choose to go down, and every single mile marker we pass leads us to find out just how far we can go. Goodyear, more driven. This will be a different, totally different team for those haters that are out there. You know, at times I do remind myself, people forget who you are and what you've done. I'm in a position now where you know, I need to be my best self and, and, and it's really put up a shut up time. So Cam Newton says it is put up or shut up time in New England, at least for him, that is. Well, you know what? Bill Belichick kind of agrees. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests are going to join us on the Goodyear hotline, which we're going to go to in just a minute. My name is Shay Cornette. He is Jordan Cornette. We're filling in for the guys this morning. And I mentioned Bill Belichick. So um, as we've been talking about a lot over the last few days, all 32 teams at this point have reported to training camp the majority of practices are set to begin today. And yesterday, Bill Belichick, the head coach of the New England Patriots, took to the podium 
uh, to address, you know, some things in terms of a quarterback competition and competition at every other position. And he says everybody, and that means everyone, quarterbacks on down, has a clean slate heading into training camp. Take a listen. Every one of us has to go out and you know, establish our level of performance and whatever our role or capacity is. So it's a new season. You know, we've done some things in the spring, but this is this is really the start of football season in terms of the, the team building part here in training camp. So we, we all have a lot of work to do. That, that includes all of us. So until we go out and do anything, then it's pretty much of a clean slate. All right. So it is a clean slate as the Patriots head into training camp. To find out exactly what is going on at Patriots camp, let's bring in our ESPN Patriots reporter, Mike Reese. He joins us on the Goodyear hotline right now. Good morning to you, Mike. Thank you for being with us. So surprised at all. I'm sure nothing at this point surprises you when Bill Belichick says it, but nonetheless, that it is a clean slate heading into this season, especially for the quarterbacks. Hey, Shay and Jordan, I got my binoculars here. I'm ready for the first day of camp. You know, we lock them in like this, and uh, we just zero in right on those quarterbacks. Um, not, not surprised at all um, in, in how Bill Belichick addressed the question. Um, I think what he had said back in the spring still applies. Cam is their quarterback, and whether Mac can compete with him and challenge for that job, we'll see when we get there. And that's what Bill Belichick had said in the spring. And I think this is a different message that he's talking about. Yesterday, when he was asked if it's an open competition at quarterback, this is the same thing Bill has said, in my view, almost every other year he's been the coach. The whole idea of training camp is we're not handing any jobs out to anyone. Everyone is competing to establish their position, whether it's a player, a coach, a support staff member. Um, and that's where he comes up with that blank slate. It's literally a blank page. Day one, step one, and let's build it up from there. Mike, I'm curious, who would they want to be that week one starter? Would you want it to be Cam Newton and he elevates his play and returns to some sort of form of that elite player he once was? Or is the hope that Mac Jones comes out and looks like that first-round guy who can come in and play week one? Well, it's a good question, and I would say that ultimately they want it to be Mac Jones. That's why they invested the 15th overall pick in him. But they feel like they're well sort of positioned to, if he's not ready, get the best cam that you can. And I know I sort of hedged on my answer there, but that's really the way they look at it. And, and, I, and Bill Belichick is true to form on this. The clean slate, whichever quarterback gives the Patriots the best chance to win is going to be the quarterback in week one. And he has been nothing but consistent on that over his 20 years as coach, whether it's quarterback, running back, any position. And so my question, to take it one step further, is will Mac Jones have enough time to prove to Bill Belichick and his staff and his teammates that he can be the guy? And I think that's the bigger picture question here because they're not going to be in pads until next week. So it's almost seven days before they get into pads. And Bill Belichick said it yesterday. That's the real part of football. So your training camp schedule is so condensed from what it used to be. And I think that is almost more of an uphill climb for rookies like Mac Jones to prove to his team that, yeah, 
I can be your guy with just three preseason games, not four. So that, to me, is sort of the bigger picture question entering camp. For sure. Talking to Mike Reese right now, ESPN Patriots reporter. Um, training camp getting underway there in New England. Okay, let's let's switch gears a little bit here, Mike. So John McClain, um, who, who does great work for the Houston Chronicle, said the Patriots did have interest in Deshaun Watson prior to the draft, obviously prior to drafting Mac Jones. What did you hear about the Patriots' connection to Watson and the Houston Texans? So in general, the Patriots were exploring all options at quarterback because at that time they hadn't drafted Mac Jones 15th overall out of Alabama. Once they did that, the picture obviously changed. So Patriots are always going to do their due diligence on every player, really at every position, but especially at quarterback, given the importance of that position. And you know the connections between the two organizations. Nick Casario, the Texans' new general manager, uh, was, of course, here in New England for two decades as Bill Belichick's right-hand man. So it would not surprise me to learn that the Patriots had at least reached out and explored that possibility. But would I have ever thought it would have come to fruition? Um, Even if they didn't draft Mac Jones, I think it would have been a long shot. Mike, it's safe to say that Bill Belichick's legacy uh, is one that will linger for a long time after he's gone. But how critical is this season to adding on to that legacy? And is he approaching it with that in the back of his mind? So I would say the second part, he would only be human if he, if he wasn't at least thinking about that. I mean, he's a Hall of Fame coach, one of the best to ever do it. But think about this, you know, second year post-Tom Brady. And the Patriots were 7-9 and nine last year in a COVID year. You almost can put that to the side. But if after all their big free agents spending this year, they put together a similar season to what they had last year, I would just say the context of the discussion surrounding Bill Belichick might shift a little bit to ask the question, okay, you know, he had this great success over two decades when Tom Brady was the quarterback, and he really built Tom Brady up from six-round pick to what he is today. Tom himself acknowledges that. You can't just push that to the side. But could he do it again without Tom? And I think that's a fair question, a fair part of the discussion. And by no means are we saying it changes his legacy or anything like that. But I would say it shifts the context of the discussion if the Patriots do have a similar season to what they had last year when they were 7-9. and nine. Well, I'm sure week four, that narrative will only intensify when the Bucks and Tom Brady head to New England to take on the Patriots. Mike Reese, our ESPN Patriots reporter, thanks so much for the time this morning. Thanks. See you later. That's Mike Reese on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Okay, so all the 32 teams are in training camp, Jordan, and so it is time to play a little game of quarterbacks competing. Who are we going to take? Take your pick. Are you ready to do this? Let's do it. Okay, so since we are coming off the Patriots, why don't we start with the Patriots? And Evan, our producer, I'll let you have the floor so that I can participate in this very yeah, fun game go. as well. Yeah, let's go. Here we go. All right, we got... Five quarterback battles um, that are that are really good this training camp. I don't know that we ever have that many. So, mm-hmm. Patriots, Cam Newton, Mac Jones, week one starter. Take your pick, Jordan. Start with you. Uh, I'm going Cam Newton. Cam Newton because this guy is a Hall of Famer. 
We know what he can do when he's at his best. This team was a minor league football team last year. They didn't have the pieces around them. And now you're going to give Bill Belichick a chance to say, okay, let's recalibrate. Let me go back to the lab. Let me figure out what we have. And let's go out there with a better plan, a healthier squad. We spent some money in the offseason. Cam Newton will be propped up a little bit more. And I ain't a believer in Mac Jones. So this one's really easy for me. Give me Cam Newton. Um. I don't, not a believer in Mac Jones. I mean, he did some great things at Alabama last year. But no, no, I, I mean, those wideouts did some great things at Alabama. Well, they obviously year. had someone delivering them the ball. Anyways, I'm going to agree with Jordan, which doesn't always happen on this show, but I'm going to say Cam Newton as well, and this is an easy one for me. I'm always going to take the veteran player throughout the entirety of this game. Spoiler alert. Uh, Cam Newton last year I didn't think had a very fair shot. Didn't have receivers. He had COVID in the middle of the year. Showed up late, if you remember, in the season. Um, getting accustomed to a new system. And Josh McDaniels coming off injuries. We we hadn't seen him perform at a high level prior to last season because of those injuries. I believe he was, what, three points, a touchdown away from beating the Seattle Seahawks in prime time before everything kind of fell apart for the Patriots. And so this year, you've gone out and you've spent a ton of money in free agents. You're getting guys back from that COVID list that sat out last year. And on top of that, you got another year under your belt. Give me Cam Newton every day of the week to be Kill the week it. one starter for the Patriots. Kill it. All right, now that Aaron Rodgers is back in uh, Green Bay, the Denver Broncos truly have a quarterback competition. Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, take your pick week one. Shay, start with you. I'm going to go Teddy Bridgewater. Um, And if you ever heard me speak on national radio during the course of last season, you would know that this would have been my clear and obvious choice. Drew Locke, I just do not feel is consistent enough at all at the quarterback position, and especially not there in Denver, where it is extremely difficult to play the quarterback position. Now, I'm going to use that caveat for Teddy Bridgewater considering he hasn't played a lot there. The air is thin. It is really hard to win at mile high, but it does give you a home field advantage. Teddy Bridgewater is a very accurate quarterback. There is a reason when he played for the Saints, he didn't lose a football game when he stepped in for Drew Brees. In the right system with the right help, Teddy Bridgewater, I think, can be a franchise quarterback for a long time in the National Football League, and I think it starts this year in Denver. More confident, better decision makers, Teddy Bridgewater. They say this is a 50-50 battle right now, and I'd be surprised if it ends up playing out that way. I just didn't see enough from Drew Locke last season. And for a lesser team, no doubt. But I've seen it from Teddy Bridgewater before. I've seen him do it in Minnesota before he got injured. He's learned under Drew Brees, and he's been under that system there. And he delivered in the moments when Drew Brees was injured, like you said. And we saw flashes in Carolina as well without much there. So I've seen it at different points in Teddy Bridgewater's career. I know the type of professional he is. I know how a locker room respects him, what kind of leader he is, what kind of stability he brings, and he takes care of the football. Those are things that John Elway and the Denver Broncos will value very much so in this decision-making. So are we two for two? We agree. Two for two, we agree. Back to Bridgewater. He ranked eighth in yards per attempt last season when he was blitzed. That's ahead of Josh Allen and Tom Brady. Let's give the guy a little bit of credit, Teddy Bridgewater. He doesn't get enough. All right, go ahead. Um, Here we go. Take your pick. uh, uh, Jordan mentioned the Saints. Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill. Take your pick. Jordan, who you got? I mean, I I know. I think we're going to be split on this one. It's got to be famous Jameis. It's got to be Jameis Winston here. This guy has too much talent for everybody to just say, no, he can't get another shot. I mean, you can't have the talent come through where you throw 30 touchdowns in Coach Arian's system and that be written off simply because, yeah, you threw the 30 interceptions. I get it. But you work through that thing. You get a master class there in New Orleans. You get to learn how it's properly done for that year. You come out of that more educated, more cerebral in your approach. The talent speaks for itself. 
he's got to have a chance to get out there and prove that, hey, I'm still probably going to turn the ball over every now and again, but not to the clip ever that I did it when you last saw me as a starter in Tampa. Taysom Hill is not an every-down quarterback. If he was, they would have already made this move. It would have already been put in place when they paid him all that money. He's a Swiss Army knife. That's how he's always going to be used. He doesn't have the total package. Jameis Winston does. It needs to be him there with New Orleans. Okay, I'm not. I'm. I, I'm going to disagree with you, but I'm going to agree with you. So I'm going to split here half and half here with my husband, Jordan. First of all, I agree that I think Jameis Winston has the higher ceiling when it comes to being a, a good quarterback in the National Football League. But in terms of what the Saints do, which is a very conservative passing attack, I think Taysom Hill is the obvious choice here. And if you want to look at career numbers, I know everyone's probably looking at me like, wasn't this just a former number one pick like six years ago? Are you kidding, Shay? Guys, let's look at the numbers. Let's start here. Career on passes thrown less than 10 yards downfield. Who do you think has the better numbers? That would be Taysom Hill. 74.7 completion gotta rate. Jameis, I got I got to interject. Jameis, almost 70%. Nope. He Career, doesn't do that. That's not what the system okay, that, that Jameis has ever no been No problem. In. Let me so keep, you can't make that comparison. No problem. Let me keep going. Career in the red zone. Guess who's got the better numbers? That would be Taysom Hill. Over 62% completion rate. Jameis, just over 50. How about... With turnovers. Do I, you want me to give you the numbers with turnovers? It's how the guy's being used in the system. Sean Payton is putting him in the red zone with a design package to succeed. That's when he steps in. You just taste him as much as you want in the sure, red zone. Sure, But make Jameis your starting quarterback. Okay, what about, what about passing from the pocket? Who do you think's got better numbers passing from the pocket? Which pocket passer do you have Let more faith in, Let me tell you, Taysom has over 74%. Jameis has over 61%. Which pocket passer, which pocket passer are you more faith Again, I said Jameis Winston has the higher ceiling. Right now, as it stands Today, Taysom Hill knows that system better and statistically is the better quarterback. That's not what I asked you. I asked you, who do you have more faith in in the pocket as a passer? Well, I would say Jameis, but he turns the ball over. So half the time he passes to the other team. the whole idea is being under that system with Sean Payton and Drew Brees. Did he learn enough about, hey, we don't this know. decision is, but you need to find out. The decision that he used to make in know. Tampa in the risk it or biscuit, biscuit system with Coach Arians that we saw Tom Brady struggle with early, mind you, and we thought there was a disconnect with Arians and the greatest quarterback of all time in Tom Brady. They had to figure it out. That's because Tom Brady's the greatest. Jameis Winston couldn't figure it out there. He had to move. He moved to a place and made a very smart decision as a professional. Let me take this small amount of money given the scale of how the league's paid. Let me learn with Drew Brees and Sean Payton of how to take care of the football, become a guy, an offensive genius, mind you, and Sean Payton there, learn, and now let's see if it's paid dividends. Taysom Hill showed us last year he's not a quarterback to lead you through an entire game and an entire season. Jameis Winston hasn't had the ability to show us that yet under Sean Payton. How did he show you that? I, I think we went on radio time and time again and said that Taysom Hill actually surprised us in the way he was able to manage the football game. Was he world-breaking? No. Was he amazing? No. But did he manage the game well and take that similar conservative approach that we know Sean Payton will take with his quarterbacks? Yeah. And so he's not just a runner. He is also a thrower. Do I think he's going to be the best even in that division? No. But I think that according to the numbers and the way he is played in Sean Payton's system, he is the better option. That's all I'm going to say. We okay. disagree. There we you disagree. go. We got one. How about Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers? You want me to get in the middle of this? Sure, go <laughs> ahead. All right, I'll get in the middle of this. Next one, 49ers, Jimmy G or Trey Lance, before you guys answer, I want you to have all of the information you need at your disposal. Here's Kyle Shanahan on the quarterback competition in San Francisco. There's no open competition right now in terms of they're getting equal reps with the same group. Um, Jimmy's coming in as the one. Jimmy and Trey's coming in as the two. 
All right, take your pick, Trey Lance, Jimmy G, Jordan. I love when coaches get up there and just lie to you. I love that stuff. I mean, Kyle Shanahan, of course, is going to say that because right now the veteran who's in place, who's played a lot of football, Trey Lance ain't even made it to camp last time I checked. So for for Jimmy G to get in there, of course, he's established as your number one until Trey Lance does what they believe he can do. That's why they took him with their first pick in that draft. That's why they said, yeah, yeah, I know everybody thinks we might go Fields or one of these other quarterbacks. No, we're shocking everybody and go with Trey Lance because Kyle Shanahan saw what his system can be under a talent like Trey Lance, and he doesn't want to wait because the window of opportunity for the Niners is strike now. And, yes, Jimmy G may be able to manage games. You're right. He took him to a Super Bowl. He's had moments, and in 2019, statistically, he was pretty good. He was injured last year, and in the moments he wasn't, I didn't see enough. I think Kyle Shanahan, who surprised us by taking Trey Lance, is looking at this thing and going, I'm going to surprise everybody and start him early on quite possibly week one, and let this guy shine. <laughs> Jordan, who is your Super Bowl pick to win the Super Bowl this year? Who is my Super Bowl who pick do you, Who did you say yesterday you think is going to win the Super Bowl this year? And I said it would La- be another home game. Los Angeles Rams. The Los Angeles Rams. Well, everyone who's paying attention out there. Who do you think had the best QBR game against the Rams last season? And by the way, do you, know who, play- Hold on. Do you know who plays on the Rams defense? Oh, that would be Aaron Donald. Do you want to know who had the best QBR against the Rams last year? That would be Jimmy G. Best in week six. in the NFL last year. And it Rams. was the best defense in the NFL. Thank you, Evan. Um, that would be Jimmy G in week six. It was a 93.2, okay? Just so we are all clear. So Hold on. Also, let me point out something that's very obvious to anyone that watches football. When Jimmy G doesn't play for the 49ers, what happens? They lose. When Jimmy G does play for the 49ers outside of the Super Bowl, which you could argue they were one throw away from winning, They win. And let me tell you this, too. Over the last two seasons, Jimmy Garoppolo ranks fourth in yards per pass attempt at 8.24. You know who that's ahead of? Jordan, who do you think is the best quarterback in the National Football League? Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. Oh, it would be Patrick Mahomes. Or Patrick Mahomes. And that ranks ahead of Patrick Mahomes. So you know who's going to start for the 49ers this year? It's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo because Trey Lance still needs to learn his way. And who better to learn from than the guy who has the best QBR against the Rams, (laughs) the team that you think is going to win the Super Bowl and is actually in the same division. So then tell me this. So then tell me this. If that's the case and you know you've got your quarterback, then Kyle Shanahan goes, you can get as hype as you want. But if you're going to throw all that out, at me, then why would you take with your third pick in the draft when you have a young star mm-hmm. like Jimmy G? Why are you yelling at me? You've been yelling this whole time. I know. And everything you just said is totally baseless from this side of it. <laughs> if Jimmy G is that guy who they yeah. thought they were, why would Kyle Shanahan take with the number three pick, a guy who played at North Dakota State? Are you kidding me with the third pick? Wouldn't you want to add to your to your talent on either defense or on offense? Because you've got your guy because he beat the Los Angeles Rams because he's one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL. Why? Tell me, Shay. Tell me why Kyle Shanahan then said, I need to go get Trey Lance at number three despite the fact that Jimmy G is an all-pro quarterback. Go. Um, well, Go. Be- because they were able to move up to get the third pick in the draft, and they should have some insurance for oh, Jimmy Garoppolo because because here. Jimmy Garoppolo is an injury-prone quarterback. No matter how good he is, he's quite injury-prone. So you need to go out and you need to have some insurance for a quarterback that does really well when he's on the field. But unfortunately, as I said earlier, if you were listening, when he's not on the field, the 49ers lose. So they need to have a backup plan so that when he does go out, they can bring in someone who's a oh. seamless 
transition, and it's not so clunky. We're about to find out what they look like when Jimmy G ain't on a field because Trey Lance is about to be the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers okay. because he gives them the best chance to win. Okay. And because Kyle Shanahan saw it and said, North Dakota State got something special here. In my offense, with how creative I am, I'm going to win with this guy. So Jimmy G, Shea Pepler, Cornette can go over there and love him. She ain't going to see much of him. Jordan, and quit dropping North Dakota State, okay? Because it, like, it's not quarterback you. Do you know who else came out of North Dakota course, State? Carson Wentz. That would be Carson Wentz. Who now you also, love Carson Wentz. Oh, no, no, no. Who you also says is going to have a tremendous Hall of Fame career this year in Indianapolis. See, see, so, you, you've relax. Bad, you've been a bad listener since the day we got married. Okay. What I said Speaking about of- Carson Wentz is him going to the Colts with that system, with his relationship with Frank Reich, Reich he's going to go out there and I be know the what guy you said. that we saw. You think be. he's going to have a world-beating world year in Fra- with Frank Reich in Indianapolis? I know. Can we get to the last of one? all the hills no. are going to die no. on, it's going to be Jimmy G. We don't wow. have time for the last one, but you said Jordan doesn't listen. He clearly doesn't listen. He didn't hear Kyle Shanahan the first time so the second time Kyle Shannon how are you handling the QB situation Jimmy's are you know going through OTAs what he's done I mean he's our best quarterback in the building right now so he'll start out training ah. camp that way and um, we got three other guys behind him uh, we're going to give Trey the first chance obviously um, as the backup and um, anytime a guy's playing a lot better than the guy in front of him is when you start to split reps up with that team and start to talk about it but um, you know Trey's had seven practices with us and um, haven't seen him for 40 days so um, not thinking about that right now just having Jimmy go in he's our starter and Evan, give Evan. all those guys every opportunity to improve and um, if someone ever looks like they give us a better chance to win um, we'll make that decision then we'll be right back that's ridiculous that's ridiculous Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.